Welcome to episode 18, titled Using Hypnosis to Prepare for Childbirth and Beyond. In today's episode, I have a guest star, Carrie Tushoff, the founder and director of Hypnobabies. Hypnobabies is a childbirth education course that implements hypnosis as their focus modality. Hypnobabies teaches students and birthing partners medical-grade somnambulistic hypnosis techniques creating naturally peaceful, relaxing, and more comfortable pregnancy. Hypnobabies also teaches birthing partners to be confident and calm, which helps to provide an easier, more comfortable, natural birthing for pregnant students. Our episode today will be about 45 minutes. In my discussion with Carrie, she discusses hypnosis and how important words are and the language we use to assist with preparing pregnant individuals. But she also goes deep on how important our word choices are and what connotations they hold, not just to pregnant people, but how powerful language and word choice is in everyday life. I hope you enjoy our discussion. Okay, perfect. So thanks for coming on today, Carrie. And I know that you are the founder and director of Hypnobabies Childbirth Hypnosis. So before we dive into the work that you do, can you please explain what exactly is hypnosis? Oh, yes. Uh, most people think that it is what they see on stage hypnosis with people being picked out of the audience and then you know somebody does something to them and all of a sudden they're quacking like a duck or singing like elvis and that's just entertainment it's just fun but real therapeutic hypnosis is very very different so first of all we are all in states of hypnosis all the time every single day of our lives so when we're falling asleep and waking up when we are reading anything uh, have you ever gotten caught up in a book or a magazine article and you're just really focusing and somebody's trying to get your attention um, we're in hypnosis anytime we're watching a screen of any kind and of course we're on a lot of screens these days but it so it could be our phone a tablet laptop you know computer monitor television or big screen um, movies and we go into a state of hypnosis from you know the activity seeing before us or whether we're reading something going back and forth and of course we've all experienced the driving hypnosis where we're driving along and focusing on something whatever's going to happen when we get to our destination um and all of a sudden we're at a stoplight or we're wherever we're supposed to be and we think where did the last five minutes go <laughs> i'm confused but well, you were in hypnosis so we're in hypnosis many many times a day and it is basically hypnosis is a very focused form of concentration in therapeutic hypnosis we just guide that that's all we do is we guide it into a deeper state and we give what's called hypnotic suggestions which are mental directives um, ideas thoughts and 
and whatever is going to help us get to our goal. And we retrain the subconscious mind with those particular messages. And the subconscious mind is basically like a little child. It says, oh, okay, <laughs> with whatever we present it directly. Now to get to the subconscious mind, we have to do a couple of things to, to actually directly get there. So the conscious mind is what we're thinking about right now, using our brains, watching what we're watching and kind of trying to figure out what's going on. And the subconscious mind is way inside and it is everything that we've ever heard, seen, felt, done, experienced in basically a database. And in between is the critical faculty and it's the guardian. So it's not going to let everything into the subconscious mind. So we need to make it take a nap. And the way we do that is by relaxing the body first. So you, in, in order to do therapeutic hypnosis, you need to be in a very relaxed state in a fully supported position. So laying down or sitting back in a nice comfy chair with pillows, that sort of thing, just to make sure that your entire body can relax so that then after that, we can go in and relax the mind by counting backwards or visualizing any number of different things that would be involved in a, in a hypnotic induction. And after that is completed, then we go in and we give that subconscious mind new software. So we're retraining it with new software and we need to do it every day and every day and every day so that it can be fully retrained. Otherwise, it's kind of lazy and wants to go back to the way that it has been always thinking. So with childbirth hypnosis, we're we're giving it many, many messages, one after another, compounding them with the one before. And uh, in that way, we are being able to retrain it with what's called post-hypnotic suggestions. So these are cues or anchors that they uh, our students use during their birthing that have been basically retrained into the subconscious mind so that when they get in their birthing, they can use a simple physical cue or a word, there are several of each in their birthing and it activates their hypnoanesthesia. So we use hypnoanesthesia, we get them into a somnambulistic state, which is very deep. And that is where hypnoanesthesia can be created. And just so that everybody knows, hypnoanesthesia is a real thing um, that I learned a long time ago as a hypnotherapist, where people who need to have surgery whatever, dental, medical surgery, but they are allergic to medical anesthetics. So they work with a hypnotist ahead of time so that they retrain the subconscious mind, give it the new software that says that when you're in the surgery, the surgeon's scalpel feels like tingling or maybe a pushing or pulling sensation. And that's what they use during the surgery. And of course, it helps them to recover easier as well. So those are the things we put into hypno babies. And also it is a complete childbirth education course, which is very, very important. Wow. That's fascinating. I, I didn't know about um, hypno birthing when I got pregnant. Um, I wish I did <laughs> because um, I had this mind, this plan, this birth plan in my head that I wasn't going to use medication. Um, and he ended up coming early. 
and um, it was a very stressful time. But luckily, luckily I had a doula at the last minute, um, and that really helped with like all calming of the stress that comes up in unexpected birthing time. Exactly. So. Exactly. The mind-body connection is very, very real. And things that happen right in the birthing can affect everything. It can affect the way the birth goes. It can affect our comfort level, um, our ability to use whatever comfort techniques we've practiced up to that time and, uh, you know, affect the outcome. So, yeah. Wow. Um, but I, when I was um, reading up on hypno babies, I was like, okay, if we decide if there's going to be a number two, I have to do this <laughs> um, because when I look back, I realized how important just being in a relaxed state, even though we think we are relaxed, we're not like to the point where we're absolutely completely relaxed or maybe we don't practice it all the time. And I was like, okay, I'm going to invest or investigate or research more about hypno babies or hypno birthing um and there's still a lot of like just hypnosis wise i feel like there's still a lot of people that don't really know what it is and that and in which it could help them in like in their daily lives too absolutely i mean hypnosis helps them in anyone pick something and we can work with it as a hypnotherapist to help um, bring them back to maybe a time when whatever it is started could be a fear or a phobia or a pain um, or anything really and uh, and and allow them to release it much faster than you know if they were to go to talk therapy for many long times <laughs> so yeah. in in hypno babies I also created various extra tracks to help our students with uh, eliminating nausea, which is a big thing, eliminating pregnancy, insomnia, eliminating mm -hmm. the fear of needles, which is actually quite big in the general population out there, um, and and many other things, and, and also help with breastfeeding and stress and anxiety and starting labor and so many other things. And then you know, just in general life, uh, if people, if we would teach our children from the time that they were little about the benefits of meditation and what hypnosis can do, meaning getting into a really quiet place and either with meditation, you know, using a mantra or just calming oneself or focusing on the breath. Um, but with hypnosis, actually going in and working on certain things that may be bugging us, like, you know, better study skills as a child, you know, getting along with other people, you know, having self-confidence. So many little children need self-confidence. And in Hypno Babies, we have a free track called affirmations for kids and it's only 16 minutes long but they start out their day with repeating these affirmations about themselves in i statements and it makes a huge amount of difference so if we started our kids out just knowing the power of the mind and knowing the power of you know going within 
uh, with guided imagery or meditation or hypnosis or anything like that, then it would be so much easier when we got, you know, to adulthood <laughs> to, to deal with our stresses. I know it's amazing what the messages we come across as children and how that truly affects us, like not knowing that it affects us as adults. Um, yeah, I, so yeah, the messaging is just so important and how we treat our children and what we teach them too. And can you go a little bit elaborate on how language is important and or different when using hypno babies or hypnosis as well? Well, language is, is extremely important in, in, in all parts of our lives. And the reason is, so I'll start with birth language or pregnancy language. There is an association between the language we use and what that brings up for the person. So we, there's two ways that we can look at a word, the denotation, which is the actual definition of the word and the connotation, which is the emotional definition of the word, which is different for each person. So in hypno babies, we change some of the language because the association for certain words that are used with pregnancy and birth is already non-encouraging. Let's put it that way. I won't say negative because it doesn't have to be However, if you take the word labor, it means work, okay? It means work generally, just in general conversation. And it also means, oh my gosh, if you're pregnant, because everyone is out there talking and writing about labor as being this horrible thing. And that's what the general consensus is about labor, that it's just something to be gotten through and it's probably going to be absolutely horrible and please get your epidural at one centimeter and so forth and so on. So there isn't a good association, a positive association for most people and not all with the word labor. So we change it to be birthing or birthing time, birthing waves instead of contractions because contraction is a tightening and a constriction. So we use birthing wave or pressure wave, which basically describes it in a much more gentle way. And the subconscious mind's language is imagery. So as soon as we start hearing or thinking words, our mind is actually picturing what that is. So if we say birthing wave, it's more like picturing a wave. That's great. That's much more gentle on the conscious and subconscious minds. And so, you know, we, we say uh, things like guest date instead of due date so that people will automatically have the association between the time the baby will be born and the fact that we are just guessing. <laughs> we're not actually predicting the due date because only 5% of all babies are born on their due date. And that means there can be a lot of stress around making that date. Did we go over it? Are we going to be before it? And it's, it shouldn't be like that. Um, everybody pretty much knows now that the baby can come anytime from 37 to 42 weeks and it will be fine before that. Yeah. We're looking at, you know, a premature baby, but that's five weeks worth of leeway there 
where if we just said my baby's going to be born probably in October, then that just really releases us from that expectation, which is super important to stay calm and relaxed so that we don't constrict our own muscles, we don't create unnecessary tension, things like that. So we use a lot of words like that. And words are very important for birth professionals to use as well, to use encouraging language. Instead of um, telling people what they will feel, um, use general terms. For instance, I've been to so many births where a doula or a midwife has said, now, when you get to be pushing your baby, you're going to feel the ring of fire and it's going to burn a lot, but just push through that pain. Oh my goodness. Well, first of all, we don't do anything like that. We do the exact opposite in hypnobabies. We say that, you know, some people experience a lot of intense sensation down there and some people don't and we can't possibly tell you what you will feel and that's what all birth professionals should say because you're not setting somebody up for something that you might actually be creating in the moment because no matter who you are no matter how you're birthing you are in a state of hypnosis you're in a very suggestible state it may not be a very deep one like in hypnobabies but you're still in a very suggestible state and Felicia, we are all in a more suggestible state when we're in the presence of people we perceive to be authority figures. So that doula or that midwife or that nurse or that doctor, if they have just said something to us, then our conscious and subconscious minds react in a much more personal way and will then go and create that thing because mm -hmm. that authority figure said so. So we have to be super careful about telling things in in a general way. If if we're a midwife and we are, you know, uh, talking to one of our our patients ahead of time during pregnancy, and we we could say, now if your baby was posterior, it would probably make it a lot harder for the baby to get out, or we could say. If a baby was posterior, it could cause a few problems or not. Some babies just fly right out. Both, that's true. It's absolutely true. There are people who are not set up with the expectation that having a posterior baby is going to be any sort of problem. And so the baby just comes out. And so there's a lot to be said for expectation and a lot to be said for using words of encouragement and general terms as well. Wow. Yeah. It takes me back whenever you talk about birthing, it takes me back. Um, and I wish more people knew about like how language is important. Um, what words we use and, what our intention is behind those words too. I, there's more to say, you know, this whole like birthing process and like, yeah, cause the language is what kind of holds us or, you know, um, because at some point maybe the mom can't have medication. So whatever words we tell the person giving birth is so vital and we have to be very cautious and careful um, about the words we choose and yes. um, 
I'm so happy that you were able to elaborate on that. And because it's so important, people take language so um, uh, for granted. Um, yeah, it's true. And uh, there's also something to be said, and I, I can't really do anything but touch on this because it's a big subject. However, if you were to have an fMRI scan done of your brain, when you are saying or hearing or thinking positive language, it would be show that you're creating more positive neural connections. On, on the flip side of that, when we use negative language or hear negative language, it actually can damage parts of our brain because that's how the brain processes negatives. And it can affect the other person's brain. If we're saying whatever it is out loud to the other person, it can affect them and their neural connections. So this is a subject that is very dear to my heart, but I can't go into it because it would be another two hours. Um, but it's very important for people to understand that it's one of the reasons why in hypnobabies, that we always have our students focus on the positive. You know, what do you want? Focus on what you want. So if, if you want a really, a, a healing birth, for instance, if you've already had a birthing that just was not good and you want a healing birth, then you need to focus completely on that healing birth and doing everything you can to, to create that healing birth. And when you do, it's not just your co conscious mind that that actually reacts. Your subconscious mind says, because you're focusing on it, because you're thinking about it all the time, that's what she wants. Let me help you. Mm -hmm. And it will help with more thoughts that are positive and more decisions that are positive and more behavior that is positive towards your goal. However, people who sit around and say, I don't want a cesarean, 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 your subconscious mind doesn't process negatives the same way. It jumps right over the word don't and it hears, I want a cesarean, I want a cesarean, I want a cesarean, I want a cesarean. And it will do everything it can to help you get that. So, I mean, even parents, if if we want our children to do a particular thing, it's best if we tell them what we want them to do instead of what we don't want them to do. So instead of, you know, don't run out in the road, you'll get killed by a car. We can say, stay on the sidewalk. It's safer right here with mommy. And then since the mind's language is imagery, that's what's going to be in the child's head is safe with mommy on the sidewalk, safe with mommy on the sidewalk, instead of, oh, I'm going to be killed by a car. And then that child is much more likely to do what you want them to do because you told them what you wanted them to do, the positive part. Right. So there's a whole lot to know about language and association and connotations and denotations and encouragement as opposed to warning people. Well, mm -hmm. Birth, part, birth professionals say to me, we need to tell people the way it's really going to be. Do we though? 
how would we possibly know? How could we possibly know what, how it's going to be for them? What if we didn't? What if we said your experience is your own? Work towards the absolute best scenario. Write everything down. The things that, you know, you think are things of concern and the things that you want and weigh which one you're going to focus on. Which one are you going to feed? And birth professionals should do the same thing because it does not do well for them to warn people about anything. It just basically sets them up for an expectation of that negative thing. And no one wants to hear this, but that means then you just created it for them. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, because they're going to go into this process anyway, so might as well make it as positive and gentle, whatever that looks like with the proper language and, you know, the hypnosis. I totally understand that. I thank you for elaborating on that. And speaking of language, I have two plants that I speak to and I say, good job, girls, you're growing. And I've never, <laughs> I've never had two plants that survived on my watch. Only these two, they hang on their hanging plants and I only water them once a week. And like you said, the language really makes a difference and because they feel it and they're a living being as well and they can feel my love or my language and they're just plants but they are an example of what you just explained and you know they've done studies about that felicia yeah of of speaking to or playing gentle music to plants and the ones that thrived and the ones that didn't yeah you know with all the positive language the positive intention and the positive energy and that is super, super important. So with any birth professional, for instance, that's going to attend a birth of any kind, if they have the intention that it is going to go as positively as possible, as well as could as possible, then they are putting off that energy. It is going to be absorbed by the pregnant and birthing person instead of them you know, thinking, oh, this is going to be a mess. This is a first time mom. It's going to go 48 hours. No, just don't. Just go in there with the positive uh, energy and positive intention that, that things are going to go really, really well. And what you give off is what they will receive. Energy is so like, even though we don't see it, oh my God, we can feel it so much. And yeah, I, I can't even emphasize on that. <laughs> it's incredible what energy and words do to an individual, especially if they are in the process of giving birth. Exactly. You know, we're so vulnerable and childbirth is just huge. If you ask an 80 year old woman who's had 10 children to tell you about the births of each of those children, she will in detail even though it was a long time ago because that's what it does to us it stays with us it will affect our bodies our minds our emotions and our spirits for the rest of our lives 
And that's why I'm on a mission to eliminate birth trauma. Because there are people who, like when I had my first baby, I was traumatized by the pain. I didn't know there was any such pain as that. Now, of course, I look back on it and, and I understand that if I hadn't had that pain, you know, I wouldn't have gone on to create something that helps other people to not have that kind of pain. Um, but it's just, it's just super, super important, you know, um, for all of us to be really, really positive for all of us to have, uh, an intention of, 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 I keep saying positive, but it's, it's actually emotional encouragement. Okay. For, for all of us, because it will stay with us forever. And when it comes to pregnancy and when it comes to childbirth and we are so vulnerable and we need so much positive reinforcement, we can help that in hypno babies. We do from the inside out with the hypnosis and from the outside in with affirmations. Now, a lot of people don't understand what affirmations are. They're, they're basically phrases that keep your mind focused on whatever your positive goal is instead of all the negative birth stories that people are more than happy to tell you or all the negative birth stories that you have been reading and now hopefully will not online, you know, your focus should be what you want and and the affirmations keep you from the outside in thinking about those wonderful goals you know i i love my pregnancy i love being pregnant i love my pregnant body i eat well for my baby i'm doing the best that i can my birthing is going to be positive and wonderful I'm going to have so much joy and so forth and so on from a, from a conscious level. And then from a subconscious level, we're retraining that subconscious mind with new software that is basically saying, yes, this is going to go well. It's just the most wonderful thing and it's going to be much easier. And there are some specifics about what, how we retrain the subconscious mind. And when we do hypno babies, we have to read the materials, everybody, and we need to uh, listen to the tracks as directed and then just use the techniques. When you're in your birthing, you have so many different ways that you can use the techniques, you know, by listening to tracks or doing it all in your head, you know, the post-hypnotic suggestions, having your birth partner read birth prompts or having a hypno doula, any of the above you can do because hypno babies is just covers all the bases and we, we need it to. Even the birth partners get their own hypnosis track. That oh is super important because they need to be calm and relaxed about pregnancy. And then they need to be calm and relaxed about birthing and be calm and relaxed during the birthing, no matter what happens. And speaking of that, we have a change of plans track so that if there is a change of plans, and sometimes there is in the birth, we can roll with it. We can still listen to hypnosis. We can still, and all those positive suggestions in that track tell us that we can still use our hypnosis where our, our blood pressure stays fine. Our heartbeat stays fine. You know, uh, we're accepting of whatever this changes. It could be that we didn't want a, an IV, but now we're going to have one. It could be anything that comes up. Um, and so, 
we're helping people to be able to use the power of their minds for whatever happens during childbirth and afterwards because we're all we're a childbirth education program so we teach nutrition and exercise and staying healthy and low risk and all the stages of birthing and all the positions of birthing and all the comfort techniques of birthing and all the breathing and you know self-hypnosis and postpartum and new mother and baby care and all of that wow. so it's it's important to get your hypno in the same place that you get your childbirth education so that all the philosophies and the words and the techniques and everything sync together. That makes so much sense because like after birth, you're like not happy with your body. And then like, you know, so the hypno babies can help with that too with the hypnosis, I mean, at least with the mind, you know what I mean? Absolutely, you know, with self-confidence and with understanding that, you know, you just did a miracle. You grew a miracle, then you did a miracle when you birthed it, and oh my God, that beautiful body of yours. I mean, it's all positive. Everything in Hypno Babies is, is positive because, you know, that's what people need to hear. It's what they need to think and it's what they need to believe. And then it's what they need to feel. Yeah, 100% agree. Um, I'm going to um, ask you about, I'm going to transition a little bit. So I'm going to ask you about the um, embracing one belief system. Okay. Well, in the beginning of hypno babies, um, people would say, can I do hypno babies and fill in the blank childbirth education program? And I was like, why not? You know? No. It didn't work out. <laughs> it did not work out. And people were very upset because they were going to a childbirth class and there's nothing wrong with all the childbirth classes out there. Trust me. I used to teach another one of them way back when, and they have wonderful relaxation and wonderful breathing techniques, but it, the difference is, and it's the difference between us that is the issue, you know, where our philosophy is that childbirth can be much, much easier. Pregnancy and childbirth and postpartum and breastfeeding can be much easier through the power of your mind and, you, you know, your belief system in all of that. Except the other, so that's our philosophy. And when I was teaching, for instance, another birth method, it was that childbirth was going to be painful and you just have to make friends with that. It's positive pain. It brings you your baby, which if you look at it is actually a catch 22. If that's what your belief system ends up being is that the pain brings you your baby, then there's no way you're not going to work towards having pain. Your subconscious mind and your conscious mind are working together on that to have pain and even to have more pain. Now I know people who are watching out there are gonna be upset. I taught that for 10 years. <laughs> and it's hard to believe that I did that. However, I didn't know that when you teach people that 
childbirth is going to be painful, you're setting them up for the expectation and their conscious and subconscious minds working together to actually create that. So the difference between that and our philosophy and all of our techniques and all of our cues and everything we teach in our entire attitude about childbirth is 180 degrees around. So when we say just choose one philosophy of childbirth, it's that's what you need to do. Because we still have people saying, well, I did this and hypnobabies and hypnobabies didn't work. Okay, that was your choice. The part that was much already in there, the part that you already knew for all those years was still in there saying childbirth hurts. It's going to hurt. Just know that it's going to hurt. It's pain with a purpose. And the hypnobabies did not override that. So it could have if it had been the only thing on board, but it wasn't. So that is sad to me. That breaks my heart. So we say just choose one belief system and stick with it. And if you don't choose hypnobabies, that's fine. Go with one of the other wonderful programs out there, you know, that teach you childbirth education. That's okay. But choose one. And focus on that one. Yeah. Yeah. I can see where that was like a conflict because they weren't focused on one. They were too busy maybe learning how to meditate and then learn this other thing. Well, we used to do this thing where we would have our students hold ice to see how much they could relax through the pain. And I found out as a hypnotherapist that that's actually teaching people how to have pain. And so they're expecting to have that pain while they're breathing and relaxing. So you're teaching them to breathe and relax and have pain. So you're actually teaching them to put it all together in one. And I had no idea I was doing that. I had no idea that the association would be made instantly and would be reenacted during childbirth. So you live and you learn, you know? Yeah. So, um, out, so can people still purchase or use hypno babies like for pain or for wellness uh, or, and in, and or in what ways? Well, hypno babies is for pregnancy and childbirth and postpartum. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some wonderful uh, tracks. We don't have any general pain relief tracks, but email me at director at hypnobabies.com, anyone who is watching this, and I will be happy to point you in the direction of places that have wonderful hypnosis tracks for pain of all kinds, for pain of many different kinds that, um, is specific to specific pain. Um, Hypno babies, however, I will say that there are students of ours who have used hypno babies, hypno anesthesia for dental work years later. So 
the hypnoanesthesia that we teach them, they can direct to any parts of their body. So usually it's the birthing body, you know, um, the abdomen, the cervix, down the thighs, in the back, all those things. But afterwards, they often will use it for uh, dental work as well, or having um, like a shot or an IV for something. Um, it can be used for to numb that area, you know, mentally, if they get prepared ahead of time. Uh, people do use it for external versions when they're turning the baby around from breech to head down. And uh, that can be painful. So people use it for that. And it's much, much more comfortable. And of course, they're much, much more relaxed during the procedure because they're using hypnosis for this deep relaxation. And it's the deepest relaxation that you can actually have is in a state of hypnosis. So yeah, people use hypno babies for other things as well. That's awesome. And um, is there any like ongoing support for people that use hypno babies or is it just like, is it like, how does it work? Okay. Well, so first of all, um, hypno babies can be learned several ways. One is that you could go to a group class. We have several hundred hypno babies instructors where you go to a live class instead of going to whatever Lamaze or whatever, um, you would go to a hypno babies class. So we have a directory on our website where you can find and see if there's a class near you. If not, we have a class of supervisor who will help you find one because not everybody's on the directory. And then we have three self-study courses. Um, one is a hard copy course. So that would mean that you get the workbook and the handouts uh, and you can highlight them and flag them and have them in your hands. And then the other two are online courses. One is our regular online course and the other one is bundled with our wonderful breastfeeding course by Nancy Morbacker. It's called the Laid Back Breastfeeding Course. And the um, uh, Preparation for Your Hospital Stay and Recovery course by Enjoy Videos. And we bundle that with our online course. And that can be used anywhere, anytime, and is being used. Um, those are being used. The online courses are being used all over the world right now. Um, so, yeah, people can uh, do that. And also our tracks. Uh, we have individual tracks, as I said before, for any, for many other things, including weight release and stress and anxiety and focus and concentration and you name it, um, parenting affirmations. Yay. <laughs> right. <laughs> Fear of childbirth. That's a big one. That's probably our best selling individual track. And those can be found at our HypnoBabies uh, store, hypnobabies-store.com. Um, what else? Did I cover uh, it? I think you did. I think you did. And then you gave your email. I'll also put that in the show notes as well. Is there any like last notes or you want to say or have someone? Yes. Or last advice or anything? This is for everybody who's pregnant out there. Everybody. You are 100% in charge of your pregnancy, your birthing, your postpartum period, and your baby's care at all times without exception. So even if somebody tells you, you need to do this, you need to do that, 
you are still your own best health advocate. You need to take that responsibility because if you don't, somebody else will. And oftentimes that leads to decisions made for you that you don't want and end up in birth trauma. So the best thing you can do is consider yourself your own best health advocate, whether you're going in for anything, heart surgery or having a baby. Research ahead of time the risks, the benefits, and the alternatives of anything that could be suggested to you. And when they are suggested, you can say, what are the benefits? What are the risks? What are the alternatives of these things? And now please go out and I will discuss this with my partner and we will let you know what our decision is because you are 100% in charge of all decisions. Oh, thank you so much, Carrie. Yes, that is important. Thank you for listening to this week's episode titled Using Hypnosis to Prepare for Childbirth and Beyond. We talked about some deep topics here, such as the profound effect of hypnosis and the impact of language and how words hold specific connotations and meanings. It's amazing what we can use hypnosis for and how we are naturally hypnotized by the things we, we do every day already. If you would like to contact Carrie about hypno babies or want to know more about using hypnosis for general pain and how to promote your health and wellness, you can contact her at director at hypnobabies.com if you know someone that may benefit from using hypnobabies for fertility, pregnancy, or postpartum, you can explore hypnobabies products with the provided affiliate link located in the show notes. As always, if you gain value from this episode, please share it with others and leave a five-star rating and a thoughtful review. Thank you again for tuning in and until next time, take care always and treat yourself like your own best friend.